Hey, South Africa, welcome to Farmers Inside Track Weekend. I'm your host, Dawn Numdu. In this week's edition, we take a closer look at South Africa's poultry sector master plan, Isaac Breitenbach, a well-known figure in the poultry industry and the general manager for the broiler unit at the South African Poultry Association, joins us now to detail this plan and what Mzanzi's farmers should know. It's great to have you with us. I think you really need no introduction when it comes to the South African poultry industry. But just for people who might not know you, a bit about yourself and your journey in agriculture. I've been in agriculture all my life and more specifically in poultry. Spent many years in the production of poultry and now I'm the general manager of Salpas Broiler Division. So I do all their media work and tariff work, and that's what I'm busy with at present. Now, before we get into today's discussion, Isak, perhaps we can start with a broad overview of South Africa's poultry industry. You know, a bit of a bird's eye view to start the conversation. The industry is actually a very old industry. The chicken production, the way that we understand it today, already started in 1904. There was a lot of development in terms of chicken technology during that time. We're also a globally competitive industry, and people don't know that we have produced chicken cheaper than the European Union for 13 consecutive years. This is also a very big industry. The industry has a turnover of about 50 billion rand, and we slaughter 4.5 million birds every weekday. The South African consumers certainly like their chicken. We currently employ in excess of 50,000 people in the industry, and we sit on the top of the grain value chain. So if we grow chicken, we grow maize production, we grow soya production, we grow packaging, manufacturing. So it's quite an important agricultural industry and an industry that I think we need to protect. Yes, definitely. I couldn't agree more. A lot of new farmers turn to the poultry industry as a start. So you'll see new players in the game coming up all the time. And I think it's such an important part of our agricultural sector. Now, the poultry sector master plan was developed in close partnership between government and a number of stakeholders in the industry. Let's focus on these key players involved to develop this plan specifically and what it aims to do. The stakeholders that participated are really all the stakeholders that has an interest in the poultry industry. The process was led by Minister Patel and Minister Dediza. So uh, DTIC and Department of Agriculture was involved. Obviously, the local chicken producers were involved. The Importers Association, Amy, was involved. We've had the trade unions involved and also representatives of small farmers. So the good part of this particular master plan is that it's very comprehensive, the constituents that participated. And we all signed off on the master plan, which is great, because when we get to implementation, we've got a lot less problems that we encounter. If you ask me what are the objectives of the poultry master plan, the very big objective is to create local production. Local production will not only create economic growth in agriculture, in maize, in soya and so forth, but it will also be a great way to create jobs. And then lastly, it gives us the opportunity to accelerate transformation in the poultry industry. This plan was officially signed off with all the social partners during the second South African Investment Conference that happened in November 2019. Now, I know we won't be able to detail all the progress made to date, but maybe if you could highlight two areas where progress has really been made in the poultry sector, specifically linked to this master plan. We've actually seen a lot of progress, and that is good. The first part of progress that we've seen is that there was a 1.1 billion rand investment 
to increase local poultry production as the objectives say, that has resulted in a 10% increase in total production of local poultry. Secondly, we've seen massive job creation happening in the industry because of the investment that we've made. And very importantly, as part of transformation, we had to establish more black farmers. And we have established in excess of 13 black farmers that has invested more than 45 million rand in a farm. So these are very, very big farms. They farm about 200,000 chickens at any point in time. So significant progress. I'd love to uh, meet some of those farmers, Issa, and definitely look to feature them on Food for Mzanzi even. Let's talk about Mzanzi's chicken industry dealing with all the challenges that we've seen in recent years. When we engage with poultry farmers and industry bodies like Fairplay, for example, they will highlight the cost of feed being an issue, barriers when it comes to exports and the rising imports as major setbacks for the local industry. Are there specific targets in this plan to address these issues? Absolutely. If we start off with feed, feed constitutes about 65 to 70% of our input costs. So that is very, very high. Industry actually did a competitiveness survey, got it done by a university in the Netherlands, and that found that we're very competitive in terms of housing, labor costs, capital employment, but our maize and our soya is expensive. And we are focusing on that at present. So we've asked for a study to be done to determine how we can reduce the price of maize and the price of soya, and thus, for this farmer, reduce the cost of feed. Secondly, in terms of exports, we've got lots of barriers when we want to export. No country in the world that produce chicken want to import chicken from another country. So that is just what it is. But having said that, we are targeting the Middle East and the European Union for exports of cooked broiler breast meat. And we believe that we can be successful. And we would be disappointed if we do not increase our exports by the end of 2023. Lastly, you spoke about dumping and illegal trade. We've done a lot of work to protect the industry from these illegal practices. And no legal business can compete with illegal practices that is not sanctioned by the WTO. So we've got new anti-dumping duties in place against Brazil, the US, and seven European countries. And I believe that with that, we've actually addressed the issues that caused our industry to struggle and suffer and decline for the last 10 years, and we've seen growth of this industry in the last three years. Isak, as I understand it, the poultry master plan has five pillars. Can you maybe unpack these for us, and what should farmers know and understand? If we talk about the five pillars, the very first pillar is investment and transformation. Farmers need to understand that we invested in the abattoirs to create capacity for new black growers to farm and supply us with chicken. That is all the actions relating to investment and transformation will be found under this pillar, pillar one. Pillar two that we haven't spoken about yet is local market development and affordability. This industry for more than 100 years have produced low-cost chicken to the masses, and that is our objective. And the second pillar, focus on keeping the cost of chicken down and also to develop the local market. So you would have seen in the media a lot of activities between the South African Poultry Association and Proudly SA, specifically coming up to December where we promote eating local chicken. The third pillar talks about driving exports and only exports fall under that pillar. We have increased our capacity to slaughter chickens. We've increased our capacity to cook breast meat to export. And in that process created opportunities for farmers 
to produce chickens for us and supply these abattoirs. The fourth pillar is enhancing the regulatory framework, and that is a little bit of a funny one. We've had some issues in terms of food safety in the poultry industry, and we felt it important that during this master plan process also to address that. For example, where you would have seen up to 11 countries on an imported chicken, now you will only see one. So we fixed the problem of traceability in chicken from the importation source. And then lastly, trade measures to protect the local industry against dumping and underdeclaration is a whole pillar that precipitated in the MFN duty that we've got and also the anti-dumping duties that we've got. And what that did, it actually protects the farmer to compete with international chicken on a level playing field. And without these, that wouldn't have happened. Isak, it sounds like a lot of progress has been made and the pillars are really set up to aid farmers in this country and specifically advocate for transformation within the sector. How is the response from farmers on the ground? And then maybe just final comments for poultry farmers and others working in the poultry sector as we wrap up the conversation. If we talk about what the farmers see in terms of the poultry master plan, we are working on the macro environment to create an environment for farmers to be able to produce on a competitive basis, chicken against European imports and Brazilian imports. I think we're getting there. We are not there yet, but we would like to see a material change in that for the good during the coming year. If I can summarize, I would say that this is an economically important agricultural industry that we need to be proud of. We're globally competitive, we're big, we can influence economic growth and job creation. This is a globally competitive industry and we need to work together as producers to increase local production and accelerate the transformation that we are focusing on. To a large extent, I think we are seeing the results coming through now and we are achieving what we set out to do with the master plan, although we have not done all the actions that we anticipate. Thank you so much for joining us. And then maybe as we wrap up, just a final tip for farmers with all of your experience and knowledge within the poultry industry. What would you say to a new player in the game just starting out in Mzanzi's agricultural industry? For a new player in the industry, I must say that in the past 10 years, we've seen so much illegal trade that made it impossible for a new farmer to access this particular market. And now that we've got measures in place to prevent that, it actually creates the opportunity for the new entrant or the potential new entrant to actually access the market. If we look at the timing of this all, um, I believe this is a good time for new producers to enter the poultry production phase. Thanks so much for joining us once again. Isaac Breitenbach, a well-known figure in the South African poultry industry and the general manager for the broiler unit at the South African Poultry Association. That brings us to the end of this episode of Farmers Inside Track Weekend. You know I say this every week, but if you really love this podcast, please rate it and share it with your friends, family members, and your fellow farmers. From Ido Numdu, our producer Megan van der Vent, and the rest of the Food for Mzanzi team, have an awesome weekend. Bye for now. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring, and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food for Mzanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.